Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. This is Mornings with the Holy Spirit, pressing in daily to the power and presence of God. Let me just prophesy to you something good is going to happen to you today. Amen. I want to remind you, today's broadcast is brought to you by Deactivating Generational Curses. It's a new course coming online at schoolofthespirit.tv. There are hidden curses in some of your lives. There are known generational curses in some of your lives. Sometimes you know it, sometimes you don't. We want to deactivate them. We want to identify the cause of the generational curse because the curse causeless cannot land. So there's a cause, there's an iniquity, there's something in the bloodline. There's something in the family dynamic. Discerning the signs of generational curses on your life, the laws governing curses and blessings, so much more. We're going to deactivate these blessings and walk in a generational blessing. We're going to tap in. We're going to flip the script. We're going to reverse the curse and walk in the blessings. Get over there and sign up for this. Please don't wait. It is an early bird right now. Get on over there, schoolofthespirit.tv slash generational curse schoolofthespirit.tv slash generational curse. Guys, I'm coming to you live from South Florida. My church and my house of prayer, it's here. You know, it's called Awakening House of Prayer. We're in South Florida. And I am there on Sundays preaching, praying, prophesying, and casting out devils. Our heart is to equip you to live a supernatural breakthrough lifestyle. Give me a year of your life and apply the word I'm teaching and watch the transformation. You won't be disappointed. I share three different messages every single week, 1047 a.m., 1.30 p.m., 4 p.m. We've got some of the best prophetic worship I've ever been uh, had the, the privilege to sit under. And we do that at 1047 and 130 Four o'clock is a straight up teaching. You can find our church online at awakeninghouseofprayer.com. Join me Friday nights for prayer, Wednesday nights for Bible study. Join us. Get involved if you're in the region. You won't be disappointed. You can watch online the Sunday service at ahop.online, ahop.online. You become a web church member. Go deeper with us. You want more access to me, more access to my archives, get in all the binge watching my teachings, virtual healing rooms, virtual prophecy rooms, virtual pastoral advice, virtual prayer line, virtual life group. It's all there for you when you become an official member at ahop.online slash web church. Second service is School of the Spirit at AHOP. So is the third service. We're going into the deeper things of God and we are wrapping up a series called Escaping the Great End Times Deception. I'll be talking this week about the great falling away, losing your salvation. It can happen. I know if you're a Calvinist, you don't believe that, but it can happen. There's so much scriptural evidence. It's there. And we're going to unpack that. We're going to work out our salvation with fear and trembling. Then that fourth, that four o'clock is school of prayer or school of prophecy or school of deliverance. Come on, deliverance ministers. You need equipping. There's school of uh, the seers and school of spiritual warfare. Get involved. You can cherry pick the classes or you can take each individual. Uh, you can take each individual year. School of the spirit TV slash. School of the spirit TV. <laughs> it's always slash something, right? We're going to read from today from mornings with the Holy spirit, listening daily to the still small voice of God. And today's devotion is titled walk in God's timing. Oh, this is going to be good. Walk in God's timing. Here's what I heard the Lord say. Waiting on the, wait, here's what I heard the Holy Spirit say. Waiting on the Lord is almost a lost art in this generation of instant gratification. 
the culture has deceived many people into chasing the bright, shiny object that captures their attention at any cost. But as for you, wait on me. Wait until I show you how to move and whom to bring along. Set yourself apart as one who walks in father's timing, not lagging behind, but not rushing ahead. You'll find greater peace, greater anointing, and greater success if you wait on us to show you the who, what, when, where, why, and how. Come on, that's a good word. You'll find greater peace, greater anointing, and greater success when you wait upon the Lord. Many times we think we've got it figured out and we leave him out. And that leads to messes. So we're not going to make more messes. We're going to see more miracles instead. How about we trade our messes for miracles? Amen. How about we trade our monies for a testimony? Amen. Come on. Scripture references are in the devotional. Pick up your copy at jenniferleclair.org or wherever you buy books online. The prayer starter from the devotional I don't want to be impatient, God. Help me to manifest the fruit of patience in my life so that I will be an example to others who are watching as I wait for Father's promises and walk through fiery trials. I commit to waiting on you in every season. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Father, we thank you today. Because you are the on-time God. You are the God who always knows what time it is in the spirit. You know which way we should turn. You know which way we should go. So we praise you because you have not left us without help, without counsel, without wisdom or advice. You want to share your heart with us. You're the God who is praiseworthy, who shares his heart. You're the God who is praiseworthy because he pours out wisdom upon us. You are that God who has promised to be with us, never to leave us or forsake us. You are that God and we praise you. We exalt you in our lives, God. You are the most important person in our lives. Lord, you are the most important person in our lives. You're more important to us than anything or anyone. So we exalt you. We lift up your name. We give you the preeminence. We give you our yes, our heart, our lives. You gave us your life, the Zoe life. And you gave us your life on the cross. You gave it up for us. You gave up the ghost. You are so good. And your life, your spirit of life dwells on the inside of us. You have set us up for success and we praise you. We thank you. We honor you and we adore you because you are a magnanimous God. You are so generous. You are the God of the overflow, the God who pours and pours and pours and pours. And there's always more to pour. You never run dry. You never run out. You never, you never let up. You are so good. Help us to recognize your goodness. Help us to recognize your glory. Come on. I feel the Holy Ghost. Help us to recognize your glory. Help us to recognize your blessing because we want to praise you all the more. We want to praise you all the time. We want to see you as as you are. We want to go where you go. We want to hear your still small voice. We want to see dreams and visions of God. We want to understand the Bible in a new way. We want to receive revelation and wisdom in the knowledge of Christ. We want to get understanding. We want to get, oh Jesus, whatever you want us to have, we want it. So help us to Position ourselves today for the poor. 
Help us, Lord, to position ourselves today for the poor. Help us, Lord, to position ourselves today for the outpouring that you want to release in our lives. You said if we were faithful to give, if we were faithful to sow, if we were faithful in that realm, you would open up the heavens and pour out a blessing that we cannot contain. Oh, Jesus, we've still got some room, Lord. We've still got some containers, Lord. We want more, Lord. Lord, we want more, 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 more. So pour the more, God. Pour the more. Pour the more. Pour out that spirit of prayer upon us, God. Pour out wisdom upon us, God. Rain down blessings upon us, God. We want the more. We want more of you. We want more of your spirit. We want more of your wisdom. We want more of your grace. Pour the more, God. Pour, 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 pour open the windows of heaven and pour out out a blessing that we can't contain. Lord, give us so much joy that we're overflowing with joy and everybody around us is infected with joy. Lord, pour out that hope. Pour out the hope. Pour out the hope. Pour out the hope so that we are so full of hope that we are oozing hope that everybody around us becomes hopeful. Even the hopeless become hopeful. Even the destitute become hopeful because hope just flows from us like a river. God, pour, pour, pour poor, poor. Help us to position ourselves to receive the more. Help us, Lord, today because we need something that we don't have. We need more of something we don't have enough of. We need more wisdom. We need more peace. We need more grace. We need more, 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 more. Most of all, we need more of you. So make us hungry for your word. Make us thirsty for your word. Give us a spiritual curiosity that we would explore the pages of scripture with a new mindset, with a new lens, with a new hunger, with a new determination to squeeze out of those scriptures every bit of revelation we can find and apply it to our lives, God. We don't just want revelation for the sake of revelation. We want to apply the revelation to our lives. We want to walk in the truth that sets us free. We want to see the healing power manifest. We want to understand how to navigate realms of the spirit, God. We want to break free of every tie that binds God. Help us, Lord, to press in to your word, the revelation in your word. Pour out understanding of your word. Help us glean wisdom from your word, God. Make us ready. Oh, there's so many treasures in your word. God, help us. Help us, Lord, to be students of the word, rightly dividing the word of truth so that you can give us more revelation, more strength, more power. It's all in the word. It's all in the word. The word and the spirit agree. The word and the spirit agree. The word and the spirit agree. And we agree with the word. We agree with your spirit. We want more. We want to be filled to overflowing. We're not satisfied with the portion we have now. We need more because we want to be more effective for you. We want to walk in more power to display your glory and to prove that Jesus is alive. It's not just the more for us. It's not just the more for our family. We want to be more in intercession. We want to be more in spiritual 
warfare. We want to release more through our declarations, our decrees. Lord, help us, Lord, to receive the more, pour the more, whatever the more is we need. Sometimes we don't even know what we need. Sometimes we don't even know how to pray as we ought. Sometimes we don't even know what to say, how to move, how to live, how to walk, how to talk. But you can give us what we need. So, Lord, we're asking you for the more that we need. We don't want more of something we don't need more of. We're not going to presume on your heart. You are the God who knows all things. You see all things. You are wise, all-knowing, all-powerful, everywhere, all the time. Where could we ever go that you are not? You're everywhere. So, Lord, we did, we defer to your wisdom. We defer to your supreme intelligence. We defer to your sovereignty. You know what we need. You know what we need. You know what we need. We're not going to worry. We're not going to fret ourselves because of evildoers. You know what we need. We're not going to be afraid. You know what we need. We're not going to be discouraged. You know what we need. We're not going to be upset. You know what we need. We're not going to be depressed and anxious. You know what we need. You know what we need. You know what we need. We need more of you. So that is is our primary prayer. Oh, Matthew 6, 33, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything else we need will be added to you. So Father, help us to seek your heart. Help us to seek your face. Help us to seek your will. Help us to seek your way. Help us to seek you in all your glory, to seek you first, to seek your, your, your way of being right, your way of doing right. Help us, Lord, to seek to walk in the spirit. Help us, Lord, to seek to walk in love. Help us, Lord, to seek to do things your way and not our own way. Help us, Lord, to get in your word and find the promise on which we should stand, to put our faith on the scripture, to receive what you said you want to do, to pour out what you said you've got ready and will ready and, and prepared for us. Thank you, Jesus. Yabashoko. Jesus, 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 we say yes, Jesus, to whatever you want to do, we say yes. And Lord, if you've got to strip something away so you can give us more of what we really need, we say yes to that too. If we need to give something up so you can get something better to us, we say yes to that too. God, if we're supposed to let go of something so we can grab hold of something you want us to have, we say yes to that too. God, if we need to make some kind of sacrifice in order to see the special blessing, we say yes to that too. God, if we need to cut relationships so that new relationships can be born and birth and brought forth, then we say yes to that too. God, if there's some demonic connections in our lives that we haven't discerned that are holding us back from the divine connections, we say yes to that too. God, if we need to change the way that we eat, if we need to change the way that we move, if we need to make some kind of change, so that we can see your divine change in our lives that takes us higher and higher, that brings us into promotion and increase, that escorts us into breakthrough and triumph. If we need to make a change, we say yes to that too, because we're not going to be lazy, lackadaisical, 
lukewarm Christians who just expect you to do all the work. We know that we can't do your part, but we know that you won't do our part. So show us what our part is, God. Show us what we need to do. Show us how we need to move. Show us what we need to say. Teach us what we need to pray. You, uh, Your disciples asked you, Lord, teach us how to pray. You said, give us uh, our Father who art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. So, Father, give us today what we need today. Show us today what we need to see today. Speak to us today the word we need to hear today. Oh, Jesus, tomorrow has enough trouble of its own. So we're not going to be anxious about the morrow. We're not going to be anxious. We're not going to be worried. We're not going to be afraid. We're not going to be overwhelmed. We're not going to be caught off guard because we're going to be in the sweet spot of the Holy Spirit. We're going to stand in the center of the will of the Father. We're going to wait on the Lord Jesus Christ to give us our marching orders. He is the captain of the host. So thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We need you primarily and always. We need you absolutely and all the time. We need you. So help us, Lord, to walk in Matthew 6, 33, to seek first your kingdom above anything else, above the career, to seek first the kingdom, above the, the business opportunity, to seek first the kingdom, above the, 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 the education, to seek first the kingdom, because your kingdom will never be shaken. Everything in this earth will pass away. One day there'll be a new heaven. One day there'll be a new earth, but your kingdom will never shake it, be shaken. Your word will never fail. The grass will wither, but your word will never pass away. So we put our, we build our life on your word and we put our heart in your hands and we trust you with our soul because you are a good, good father. There's no other God like you and you are trustworthy. You are praise worthy. You are adoration worthy. You are allegiance worthy. You are worthy, 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 holy, holy, holy. You are awesome. You are mighty. You are just a good God and we submit to you. And we resist the devil and we say he's got to flee in Jesus name. Amen. And amen. Let's kick this up higher, guys. I'm ready to run up the hill. I'm ready to leap over a mountain. Amen. Let's run up higher. I'm going to take a drink of water. You're going to share this quickly. You're going to share this quickly. Share it on your timelines. Ping. I see you, Clubhouse. TikTok, share. Instagram, share. Twitter, retweet. LinkedIn, share. YouTube, share. Facebook, share share. Let's get this cranked up. We're going to go into this next segment now, and we're going to go in with a bang. We're going to end with a bang. Hallelujah. You have saved me, Jesus. Let's do this. I love, love, love the book of Joshua. I think I told you that's one of my favorite, favorite books, the book of Joshua. And I've been uh, praying through this one scripture on several calls. Why? Several broadcasts. Why? Because there's so much in it. I've literally done three or four broadcasts on this one verse already. Why? Because there's so many angles to it. There's so much depth to it. It's Joshua. Joshua 10.10. Listen. Listen. This was when Joshua had to go to war with all the enemies of the Gibeonites because the Gibeonites deceived him. He did not consult the Lord. 
and he had to go to war. It was a war that wasn't his. That's a whole nother message. I said, some of you are fighting wars that aren't yours. Uh-oh. Jesus. I said, some of you are fighting wars that are not yours. I said, some of you are fighting wars that are not yours. But if you gave your word, God will work it out. Listen, he had marched up, as we know, by reading this in context last week and the week before. He had marched all night to ambush the enemy. And the Bible says the Lord in Joshua 10, 10, the Lord threw them into a panic, not the Israelites, but the enemies. And the Israelites slaughtered great numbers of them at Gibeon. Then here's the part I want to focus on. Listen, if you're listening, say amen. Then, then, then the Israelites chased the enemy along the road to Beth Horon, killing them along the way to Azekah and Makedah. I love this tenacity. Listen, Joshua wanted to make sure it was a done deal. Remember when Saul, he didn't kill the Amalekite king and, you know, he kept some of the cattle and livestock. God said, utterly destroy them. God said, utterly destroy them. Joshua had this mindset already. Nobody had to tell him. The Israelites chased the enemy along the road and killed them. They were going to make sure that not one of them escaped. They were going to make sure that no demon was going to come back to haunt them. They were going to make sure that the enemy was wiped out for good. The NIV says Israel pursued them and cut them down. I like that. The enemy, Israel pursued them and cut them down. Some of you, you're satisfied when the enemy stops attacking, but then he comes back and attacks again the following week or the following day, or sometimes later in the same day. That's because you did not chase them away and kill them. You can't kill a demon, but you understand the concept. You can kill their assignment. You can make him wish. You can make some of these demons wish they'd never messed with you. When you rise up in your authority, you can cut them down. You can pursue them and cut them down. You have to pursue your enemy, chase them down and overtake them. The enemy wants to chase you down and overtake you. You have to go on the offense. We have to start getting ahead of the enemy. We have to do the work and some of it might be unnecessary. We have to, you know, we, in other words, what I'm saying is we have to prepare ourselves for what might happen, not out of paranoia, but out of wisdom. And so they had a plan, they ambushed the enemy, they got it all together, and they pursued them, and the NASB says, and struck them. I love that. They struck them. They cut them down. They killed them. You need to begin to strike these demons. You need to begin to push them away. You need to begin to chase them down and overtake them like they're trying to chase you down and overtake you. Don't stop just because the you've got some little bit of relief from the battle. Finish them off. Finish them off. Finish them off. Make sure those demons are really gone. Well, they'll come back at an opportune time, but you know what I'm saying. Make sure you have the full victory before you stop fighting. Too many Christians, the enemy backs up for a minute. You go, (gasps) and then bam, that's when he comes and hits even harder. Because why? Because you're not expecting it. You thought the battle was over. Chase them down. So, Father, the name of Jesus, I thank you. I thank you, Lord, that throughout your word is many battle strategies, many uh, tactics, many uh, instructions on how to deal with the enemy. 
And although the Old Testament was dealing with people, it's still types and shadows of how we deal with our spiritual enemies today. We can learn these lessons. And we're so grateful. We're so grateful. We're so grateful that you left your word for us to equip us and your Holy Spirit to illuminate to us the right strategy at the right time. And Father, we repent for all the times where we backed up before the fight was over, where we didn't discern that the battle wasn't completely done. We, we repent for the times when we gave the enemy momentum, that we forfeited our own momentum because we backed up because we didn't cut the head off the snake. Because we didn't deal fully with the Goliath, because we took a sigh of relief and didn't see the enemy was lurking in the shadows. We ask you to forgive us in Jesus' name. And Father, I thank you for the authority that you've given us in the name of Jesus. You have given us the name above all names, my God. You have given us the name above all names, the name at which every knee is got to bow, every tongue is got to confess that Jesus is the Lord of all. And you've given us that name. You've authorized us for battle. You've set us up for success on the battlefield. You have done all this because you love us but we still have to fight. So many times we still have to fight. So many times we still have to swing the sword. So many times we still have to say it is written. So many times we have a part to play. So Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for this strategy and give us the wherewithal. Give us the spiritual stamina. Give us an enduring spirit that we can chase the enemies away. Give us the wherewithal to pursue these demon powers that have pursued us. Help us, Lord, to go after them, to chase them down and overtake them, to sever their assignment against us in the name of Jesus. And now collectively, we stand together and we pursue the demon powers powers that have been pursuing us. We pursue them. We chase them in Jesus name and we strip you of your loot. The loot that you stole from us, we demand it back. The, 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 the time that you stole from us, we demand it back. We we command payback in Jesus' name. Oh, the time. Oh, the peace. We're going to take it all back. You can't have it anymore. You can't have our family. You can't have our businesses. You can't have our peace. You can't have our joy. You can't have our finances. We are putting it into this assignment now. We sever it at its root in Jesus' name. We say we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. We thank you, Lord, for the blood, and we plead the blood of Jesus. Jesus, against every demon power that has risen up against us. We chase you away with the blood. We chase you away with the name. We chase you away with the sword. We chase you away and out of our presence. And we say, go, vete, fuera, flee in the name of Jesus. You have no right or authority. We have repented before the Lord, our God, and it is written, submit yourself to God and resist the devil and he will flee from you. But we're not satisfied that he's going to flee. We're going to chase him down as he flees. And we're going to sever this assignment for good. We're going to chase him away for good. We're going to say, no, Master, but we're not doing this one more day. You're not going to have the opportunity to come back and blindside us one more time. We are savvy to you. Our eyes are wide open. We are holy, even as God is holy. And we have ears to hear and eyes to see what the Lord is saying. And he's warning us. He's teaching us. He's showing us things to come. And 
And the next time you come back, we will be prepared because our God is an awesome God and he is standing with us and for us. And so we praise the God of our victory. We praise the God of our salvation. We praise the God of our triumph. We praise the God who already defeated the principalities and powers on the cross. We praise you and we submit to you. And we say yes to you and we will do it your way, God. So teach us, train us and launch us forth as spiritual warriors in your kingdom. The kingdom of God suffers violence, but the violent take it by force. We need to get to the place, Lord, where we're not just fighting petty little headache devils and fear devils so that we can engage in strategic level spiritual warfare to see nations transformed by the glory of God. It's time for us, Lord, to rise up beyond little petty warfare and and even big warfare that we have in our lives and go go into nations and take the gospel penetrate the darkness with the light of the word help us lord to get past this petty stuff and get into the deeper stuff so we can see nations saved bodies healed people delivered in the name of jesus we praise you we thank you we give you all the glory and all the praise in jesus name amen and amen jesus God is good all the time. He's got your back. You've got to just believe it. Don't be afraid. Understand the rules of engagement. You need to be trained in spiritual warfare if you have not been. Maybe, just maybe, that's why you keep losing the battle. You will win the war. I've read the back of the book. But why live beat down and pressed down? Why live oppressed and depressed? The enemy of your soul is coming after you with a vengeance. And some of you need to learn the rules of engagement. I want to see you win. I'm here every day teaching and training as much as I can to help you. And you're grabbing it. You're getting it. I know you are. But some of you need to go deeper. Some of you have never been equipped. Go over there to schoolofthespirit.tv and take some spiritual warfare training classes. It will help you. Schoolofthespirit.tv slash warfare school. You're going to find a lot of stuff over there. I've been doing this. This this school is like five years old. I've been doing it every month for five years. There's tons of stuff to deal with the issues you're facing even now. The word will equip you. Get equipped. Get equipped. I want to see you overcome and you will overcome. Amen. The Bible, the enemy works in our ignorance. He works in our ignorance. He works in our ignorance and in our disobedience. But I know you're not disobedient. I know you're a people who love the Lord and want to see his kingdom come, his will done. I know you're facing real battles, real dramas, real traumas. I know what the enemy is doing in some of your lives, but that's that's it's not okay. But it's okay because God's going to make it all good. But you've got to do your part and I've got to do my part. We can't just let the enemy take us out, beat us down, put us in a corner and beat us up, isolate us and and, and oppress us. We've got to fight back. Got to fight back. And you'll win. If you fight, you'll win. If you fight the battle God's sending you to, you'll win. There was no no chance that David was ever going to lose. There was no possible chance David was going to lose that battle. He had already made up his mind he was going to win. He knew his God. He had practiced in the wilderness slinging that stone for years. See, many people look at David and they say, well, he, he had a minimum wage job. He was out there with the with the sheep. His father didn't even care enough about him, you know, think enough of him to bring him in to meet the, 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 the prophet who was going to anoint one of his sons or the next king. But David didn't waste his time in the wilderness. Come on now. 
Listen to me. David didn't waste his time in the wilderness. Come on now. Listen to me. Some of you are upset because you've been in a wilderness place for years and years and years. Be like David. Sharpen your skills. Be like David. Learn how, learn how to do something all the better. David learned how to do that sling and stone. He was accurate. He learned how to fight the lion and the bear. He was fierce. He knew how to hear from God. He knew how to touch God's heart. He knew who God really was because he studied his emotions. Don't waste your time in the wilderness. Get better at something. Get to know God more. That might be the reason why you're there. And maybe until you do some of those things, maybe that's why you can't get out. God's after something. Jesus went through a wilderness place. It was only 40 days, but God was after something. It was a test. It was a trial. It was a preparation for the great ministry that he had. So if you are in the wilderness, even now, don't despise it. God wants to release you out with more power, more anointing, more glory. Take the time to know the Lord. Take the time to get in the word. Take the time to to learn the skills you're going to need when God brings you out of the wilderness. Come on. Amen. Amen. I'm telling you the truth. I was in the wilderness for a long time. When I came out of the wilderness, they said, oh, you're an overnight success. I said, I don't think so. I've been in the wilderness for the last 15 years. Hello. And you know what I was doing? I was studying to show myself approved. I was writing books that were never published. I was was preparing sermons that had never been preached. I was building relationships that would propel me forward. I was praying. And you can too. You're going to come out of that wilderness. You're going to be better. You're going to be stronger. You're going to be wiser. Take this preparation time seriously. Don't despise it. God wants to do something great in you, through you, and for you. And he will. He'll do it. It's his timing. Remember we started this morning. It's the timing of God. Our times are not the same as his times. (laughs) We think think we're ready now. (laughs) We think we're ready now. We think we're ready now. If we were ready now, we'd have it now. So we can't despise it. We can't despise it. Amen. God is good. Share this with somebody before you get off today. You can sow a seed if you want to at jenniferleclair.org slash donate. All the ways to sow are there. You can use the Facebook stars and the cat, uh, YouTube stickers. You can use the Cash App. Cash App is dollar sign prophetic books. Cash app is dollar sign prophetic books. The text text to give is text the word pray to 754-701-2161, 754-701-2161. You can use the PayPal. You know, if you're enjoying this ministry, and this is prayer calls, just one part of what we do. But if you're enjoying the ministry, it's good to sow every once in a while and just say thanks. When you go to a restaurant, you eat the food and you don't dine and dash. I hope you don't dine and dash. You pay for your food. And then guess what you also do? You give the the waitress a tip. Hopefully, hopefully you do. Amen. So if you're enjoying this, help us go further. Every little bit helps. PayPal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire. Jesus said it's more blessed to give than to receive. Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire. Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire. And you can use the P.O. box. You want to send a, 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 a card, a gift card, a uh, testimony and written and written, written. You can do that at PO Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida 33303. PO Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida 33303. Father, thank you for this offering. Thank you for the ability to come on here every day and pray with your people uh, to to try to bless them in some way. And I thank you for all those who are uh, turning around and blessing us back. We thank you. We give you praise and honor. 
and glory. We ask you to multiply this offering in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. I want to remind you today's broadcast is brought to you by Deactivating Generational Curses. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv slash generational curse. And I'm going to spend just a minute talking about this because it's starting in just a couple of weeks and it's on early bird right now. But I want to ask you, do you have hidden curses in your life? You wouldn't know it if you did unless you were taught how to discern it. If you've got them, I want to deactivate them. So I had a generational curse of addiction on my life and didn't know it until I knew it. It was what we call in deliverance circles, a hidden curse. And after I I, after I got saved, at some point, I traced the family curse all the way back to my great, great grandmother who used to make moonshine. And she spent every day drunk, drunker than a skunk. And, and But catch this, the generational curse on my life was not activated until I was a teenager. That's when I was exposed to drugs and alcohol and the enemy att attempted me to go that direction. And then it became an addiction. So I struggled with one form of addiction or another. And it's not just drugs or alcohol you can be addicted to, by the way. You can be addicted to perfection. You can be addicted to food. You can be addicted to sex. You can be addicted to a lot of things, right? And there's all kinds of generational curses, not just addiction. I'm just telling you my story. But when I discerned it and deactivated that generational curse, I, I was able to break this bloodline curse. So now, now, now I'm walking in generational blessings. And I want to help you reverse curses in your life. So you may not see hidden curses in your life. Doesn't mean they're not there. You might know what the generational curse is, but haven't been able to break it because you haven't been properly equipped or there wasn't someone with enough authority to help you. But through this deliverance course, you're going to not only see these curses, you're going to get equipped to activate, to deactivate them, the generational bloodline family curses and walk in generational blessings. So I want to challenge you. I want to encourage you. Don't let the enemy steal, kill and destroy in your life because you are ignorant. The Bible tells us not to be ignorant or in other words, unaware of the enemy's devices. And, you know, these generational curses, it's nothing you did. It's something somebody way back in your family line, or maybe maybe it's your parents, or maybe it's your great-great-grandparents. It's something they did, and it's traveling through your, through, your, through your DNA. They're DNA writers. But Jesus came to redeem you from every curse and deliver you into generational blessings. So I want you to get armed with this revelation and understanding of your authority in Christ so that you can be positioned to see greater prosperity in every area of your life, physically, relationally, emotionally, financially, and more. There's lots of classes here. Uh, I listed a, a few of them. Uh, I sometimes add classes. Sometimes I do part two and part three of a single class. And the last one, the last class is going to be a, a basically, we're going to just pray to deactivate these curses in your life. And so get on over there while you can. And get it at jenniferleclair.org slash, I'm sorry, it's schoolofthespirit.tv slash generational curse. You can watch it on demand as many times as you want while you're taking the course. Amen. So that's there for you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Jesus. God is so good. Where's my Awakening Prayer Hubs leaders? There was a guy from Zambia who applied for a... Uh, sponsorship and he put in his wrong email address in the form so when we emailed him back we couldn't reach him guys if you're applying for a sponsorship because you're in a foreign nation you're in a uh, in asia or africa somewhere if you're applying for a sponsorship for awakening prayer hubs awakening prayer hubs is a prayer movement we're contending for the salvation of souls transformation of nations uh, awakening and revival if you do apply for a sponsorship please make sure you're putting in the right email address the same way when you apply for a prayer hub Make sure that you're putting in an email address that you actually check. So we have had a good number of people lately, and it's either the wrong email address or 
or it's some email address that they don't even check. Well, why would you put that email address in there? How are we going to reach you? Amen. Good evening from Japan. Mike, go ahead and uh, why don't you go ahead and review the site? And uh, then if you have questions, email. Amen. Go ahead and review the site. Hello in Japan. You've, you've got to read all your, most of your questions will be answered right there on the website. And if you're really creative, you've got a really creative question, which you may, then hit the contact form and go ahead and ask the question there. Amen. Awakeningprayerhubs.com. Join the movement. Join the movement. It's critical that we pray. God is good, guys. I got to run. So have a breakthrough day and share this before you get off.